global emissions of CO2 would need to peak within three years to stave off the worst impacts of climate change. But how? This podcast will explore how the new generation of green startups try to find solutions on the climate crisis. This is Green Entrepreneurs. And welcome to this last episode of the podcast Green Entrepreneurs. In the last four episodes, we have talked about different areas where we can really do something for the green transition. And that's in the construction sector. We have talked about biodiversity, about renewable energy and also our food consumption. We are ending in this episode with the part of our society that does often a lot of power connected to a power to actually do the green transition. And that's in the economy. So today we're going to talk about more specific uh, sustainable investments and how our own money can play a big role in creating a sustainable and just future. And to help us understand what role our money and investments can have on combating the climate crisis, I talked to Basant Habdari that associate professor at CBS. So my name is uh, Bersant Hobdari. I'm an associate professor at the Copenhagen Business School at the Department of International Economics, uh, Government and Business. I have broad uh, research interests and among my various research interests is also focus on Uh, sustainable investment and corporate governance. Yeah, because today we're going to talk about sustainable investments. But what is a sustainable investment? Yes, and that's a, a good question to start with. I mean, the term sustainable investment on sustainable financing is an umbrella term, and it's defined from the perspective of the financial sector. But if we take the broad definition given by the European Commission, sustainable investing or sustainable finance will refer to the process of taking environmental, social and governance considerations into account when making investment decisions, which is expected to lead to more long-term investments in sustainable economic activities and projects. A similar term or a synonymous term to sustainable investing is ESG investing because they stand for environmental, E, social, S, and governance. And what kind of role does sustainable investments play in solving the climate crisis, would you say? The investments would focus on climate change, climate mitigation, climate adaptation, but also more broadly on environmental issues like the preservation of biodiversity, uh, financing pollution or pollution prevention, and the circular economy. How many investments would you consider as sustainable today? Like, what is the trend on the market? Is there a lot of people interested in doing uh, these kind of investments? Yes, you could say that. I mean, the, the trend is definitely upward sloping. About 30 to 35% of assets under management are under ESG funds. There are big differences across uh, continents. In Europe, that number is 
over 70%. In the United States, that's around 15%. And in the rest of the world, it's even lower than that. The amount of money that's required to ensure the sustainability transition, be those social, environmental, or governance transitions, it's at least in the billions, but very likely in the trillions of dollars. So as a private individual purchasing uh, sustainable stocks or, or, or bonds issued by governments or, or, or others, Right, it's likely to make a little difference, but not very discernible, not very uh, significant. I'd rather have individuals express their preference through their pension funds or financial institutions where to invest their money, and then those institutions can invest on behalf of the individual. In that case, the, the, the outcome will be much more significant, substantial than otherwise. My advice to the financial institutions would be to go beyond the simple ESG indicators that they mostly base their decisions on and to work with the companies to be as sustainable as possible, meaning the financial institutions and pension funds and insurance uh, companies need to take what I'll call an activist investor approach, not simply fund the initiatives, but work with the companies to become sustainable in their activities. Thank you so much for your you. participation. Yeah, and thank you so much for uh, having me in the podcast. So now we got a bit more knowledge on sustainable investments Um It can be quite a big task to get an overview of what to invest in and what is actually green um, and what is more greenwashing. I used a lot of time myself to research that when I wanted to invest my money in the green transition. But maybe if I knew about the startup that I'm going to talk to today, I wouldn't have been so confused in this process. So welcome, Varan. Uh, you have to start startup make impact. So... Would you just start um, presenting yourself and what is Make Impact? So my name is Varen. I'm the CEO and founder of Make Impact. Make Impact is a four-year-old startup working with sustainable investing and impact investing. So we basically help people who have never invested before to get started investing in a sustainable tomorrow. And when I mean sustainable tomorrow, is not just focusing on the environmental focus, but also the social and corporate governance, so the E, S, and G. And we do that by, first of all, figuring out what type of values the individual actually is caring about, because we are totally different as human beings, and we have different values how we, however we are raised. So uh, depending on that, we, we analyze and figure out, okay, For instance, looking at the 17 uh, SDGs, uh, Sustainable Development Goals, figuring out what type of values is most important for you. And then we match with sustainable uh, companies who is having the same agenda, uh, driving for the same Sustainable Development Goal. Uh, and by that, we, we present visually and in an understandable way how companies are driving towards the sustainable agenda and then help people to get started investing in, in some of them. All right, so it's really a helping hand in this process, uh, getting into this investment world. Uh, but what? How was your journey into the entrepreneurial world? I think uh, from 
like if you ask a lot of entrepreneurs, I think you're born as an entrepreneur. Uh, you don't become an entrepreneur. You always have something in your in your soul of actually building stuff, developing stuff from from scratch or getting an idea. And it doesn't have to be your own idea. It's just an idea and then work on actually how to develop that. So I created my first company when I was 16. I'm 35 years old now. Uh, where I did some, you know, graphic design, did a, a design agency. And so it's, it wasn't the first time when... I got an idea about creating something new, uh, but uh, I was graduated in 2011, so around 11 years ago, in human-computer interaction and persuasive technology, so it's really about IT and communication. Then I accidentally entered into the banking, the financial sector and investment banking without knowing so much about investing banking at that point of time. But after several years, uh, seven years, I, 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 I saw it, not a trend, but I, I figured out that in the market, people were like looking really, really towards the green or the sustainable transition. And sustainability and money is not something that you, especially the financial world, is not something that you link together. And you didn't do that four years ago. So I was, you know, my wife and I, we were looking at our own finances and investing in our kids' future. Uh, you know, in Denmark, you always save up to when you are 18 years old, your parents save up to, you know, your driving license. So I was like, my wife and I were talking about, let, let's save up to the virtual driving license for our kids because I believe in virtual, you know, drive, uh, self-driven cars. cars. Um, but then we were talking about, like, what should we invest in? And my wife is in the healthcare sector. I've been worried, really focusing on technology. And we were like, let's invest in a sustainable tomorrow. And, and how do we do that? So we were, even though I've had like seven years in investment banking, I was asking myself, what should I invest in, in terms of a long-term investment, and also investing in that. And when I looked into the markets and looking for tools for that, there's no, none existing. So I was like, okay, great, then I need to do that. I, I, I should be the person who should drive this agenda because I have the skill set from seven years in investment banking, I have a knowledge in terms of like building persuasive technology apps and visualization. So why not start that? And that's actually kickstarted my second, you know, era of entrepreneurship, I would say. Yeah, but that's really nice that there's then a platform now where you can actually uh, get some advice of how to actually um, invest sustainable. But how is it uh, working uh, with this platform? Or so, so it's an app. And and the app is first of all analyzing what type of values you actually you know, care about. Based upon that, we scroll a lot of you know listed companies on the stock market and looking into their sustainable transition. So looking first of all which SDGs they actually are supporting and what are uh, their strategy in, in the ESG environment. And then we are crunching a lot of other data. Like so, if if you have a listed company. Uh, in Denmark, for instance, and they have been globally listed as top 100, like Vestas this year. Uh, Vestas is also contributing to some other sustainable uh, commitments throughout the world. So we're actually taking a lot of these data down and actually visualizing it easily and understandable. So one thing is you can get all these stock information that you can find on any other investment platforms. But what you can't find on the other investment platforms is all the sustainable metrics so we get all these impact metrics and present that to the user not saying they should invest in it or not because we really give out this you know we want to give this out to the user to define what they think is sustainable or not we know that there's a lot of uh, you know greenwashing or as i call it rainbow washing uh, speaking about the sdgs and the colorful of that um so so we want to be 
you know, be the platform where we can present the most knowledgeable information about the companies on the sustainable agenda. And thanks God for the EU and, and the EU taxonomy that was launched a couple of years back. We have now, uh, you know, a, a lexicon to understand what is sustainable and what is not. And then there's a lot of regulation coming, kicking along on these listed companies. So throughout the next years, a lot of these companies are going to report on data and this data is what we have to work on and actually make understandable for the users. Uh, because scope one, two, three emissions, how many genders are in the boards, uh, gender pay gap, biodiversity, all different impact measurements are being pushed to the companies in these days to report on these. But then it comes back to us as a human being. How do we actually in interpret it? How do we translate that type of information to something that we can understand? Uh, because as a human being today, we maybe eat vegan once a week, we bike to work, we buy, buy secondhand, but using our money to make an impact, uh, as we're saying, put your money where your heart is. If you want to do that, you need to understand how this, your money that you actually invest in, how is this actually, you know, doing something good for the world. And, and if you need to be able to put some money there, you also need to understand how measurement-wise, it's, it's going to change uh, the direction of sustainability. So you actually you want to prevent, prevent the, the greenwashing, but how can you be sure that you are not the one greenwashing? Uh, really, really great question, Marie. And I think, you know, in these days, we, we really have to focus on that there will be a lot of greenwashing and SDG washing in all the data that we will see. I'm not going to be like the person saying, yeah, if you invest through our app, this is no greenwashing at all. Because if the company is delivering data in a wrong way and actually is greenwashing already from the start, then as I said, like garbage in, garbage out. And we can't be the persons, you know, rating companies in one or the other direction because... I've had so many talks with younger professionals uh, about like whether oil companies can be sustainable or not. It depends on how you look at an oil company because if you look from the environmental side, you can question whether an oil company is sustainable or not. But if you look from a corporate governance or a social part in terms of like how many women are in the board, gender pay gap, and all other different area areas of sustainability, the companies in on the oil you know oil companies might be more sustainable on those S and G than on the E part. And that gets back to our values in the end. And so we are not here to tell what is green, red or blue in terms of like ESG, but we want to present the data that is out there, but is not told in the right way. So it's more like a translation we do. And then we give people the opportunity to actually invest on their own. So that's where we, you know, that that's our mission to actually debunk that hardcore ESG data measurements that nobody have a clue of how to actually understand. And that's where our mission is to actually make make it easier. Um, so, that, so that's that's you know our purpose. I would say. Well, that sounds really good. Uh, but I was reading at your webpage, and it says that you are also a community. So, what makes make impact a community? So, in in terms of what we when we started this company four years ago, we were really keen to understand where is this impact investing, you know, going. So, first of all, we were out and talking to a lot of uh, our users, 
existing users, but also you know the community around. Okay, impact investing. What does people think about it? What is the problem, and why why don't people invest today? Just a general thing. Like seventy percent of the population is not investing today, and a lot of young people are not investing today because they feel that investing is intimidating. It's uh, something that you know my uncle in a bank does not. I'm not doing it. I'm just studying at a rook or whatever. So now investing for me, like it's so far away, it's so CBS, right? You know, that's what we we heard out there when when talking to to human beings out there. Uh, so we had to debunk this, like you know, the financial literacy and then financial inclusion is one part of our mission. And in order to do that, you need to create a community around like people who look like yourself. So we needed to you know. So we have what we call a club where people you know can sign up and actually be take part of. In that club, it is really about that people can share their own stories. Uh, of course, we have Facebook groups, we have YouTube groups, we have so much groups out there that you can be a part of. But all of these different platforms, sometimes they you know they notify you with all other different things, so you get like disrupted all the time. And if you think about people's money. People want to be serious about their money. It's not just for fun. So we wanted to create a serious place where people with serious mindset, as yourself, actually have their own views and opportunities. Because today you you maybe don't talk to your dad or your mom about like what is sustainable or not because they're from a different, you know, <laughs> I would say not just religion, but you know, you know they're from a different mindset. And the same thing goes if you go to your bank. The bank advisor is not look is not a young person look looking like yourself. So you can't have that you know eye leveling dialogue and that's what we wanted to create so when we talk about community and education is one of the key drivers for make impact our investment platform is actually the one third of, of our solution where we believe that that the big movement is is coming throughout these years when younger professionals get more knowledge about sustainable sustainability in general but also how they can use their money and by that we see a bigger, bigger movement towards that you learn from peers that look like yourself. This is what we want to create. We want to create this so people can help each other out. And that's what we see in the market, even whether it's Reddit or other different forums out there. Uh, people put their knowledge out and saying, this is what, what, what is my feeling about these things. Whether you like it or not, that's my view on it. And that actually inspires people to take their own decisions on these things. Yeah, um, and now you said you were about around four years old. So, where are you in the process right now? Really, uh, really great creating question. Creating this uh, community and is there uh, does people want to invest? So we actually haven't been raising funds before now. So this is actually the process where we are right now, raising funds for our company to actually build to the next level. And speaking about building up a sustainable company with transparency and and, 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 and ethical rights and, and so on, we need to be very careful about when we take money in. Because when you take money in from VCs or big angels out there, they are capitalists in, in the end. And we want to build a company that is healthy from day one, and it requires another structure in how you build up the company. Um, so so that's that's the process we are in right now, raising capital so we can actually launch our product. But we also need to figure out what type of product do we actually launch on the other side of, of, of you know, Christmas. Mm. Uh, because what we are looking into now is we are looking into that, that pricing is going up, inflation, all these different things happening in the macro level. But that also changed the people's mindset right now. People don't invest right now. They're scared to invest. And 
unfortunately, ESG or sustainability is not, you know, as you know, positive, not because it's not positive, but people don't look at it right now. So the question is, if a company needs to survive in the years of, you know, the next couple of years, we need to figure out how and when and, and what we, 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 you get out there. But what we know right now is that we're going to launch our education platform so people can sign up for one or two euros monthly and actually get access to the plus 100 videos in the app and also learning about sustainable investing because in this period of recession, people need to learn. And this is what we want to do because quality education is, is key for us. SDG goal number four is what we drive at. You said something before that I thought was quite interesting, like you had a different st structure that were not uh, al always fitting to the capitalist VC funds. How is it different? Um, um, when, when you build up a company, as a, as a, first of all, you, especially as a, as a green entrepreneur or a sustainable entrepreneur, you, you, you need to figure out why you're doing this, what's your why. And of course, we have heard about Simon Sinek and find your why and so on. All the, the big corporates are f trying to find the dust of the why somewhere hidden and then getting it out there, right? So so if you have a mission uh, about changing the world, you need to figure out which sector and area you, you want to do this thing. And you don't necessarily need to have the background within this field that you're working in. You can be, you know, working from a communication side and actually getting into investments or something else because I believe that that's the mission that should drive your stuff and then you will learn throughout the way. Of course, having people who knows something depth in is, is important. But creating a manifest of, of why you're creating this and also a structure of, okay, how do you want to, like, build up this company? So if you're going for profit, And, and the nonprofit way, it's, it's easy to get funds out there. But when you go profit and you maybe don't want to create a hockey stick, as I said before, uh, creating revenue growth as, as, as everybody else would like to see it, you want to maybe slowly, you know, raising capital and also show, sh surely, uh, slowly, you know, raising the company and the company goes in one direction. Um, that's not always how investors look at it because they want to see growth from day one, hard, hardcore. So you need to find the right investor, the impact investor on the other side that actually want to support your mission, looking much more into the why and saying, okay, great, you might not reach the milestones tomorrow or the day after tomorrow, but you have the mission of reaching that and it maybe takes a little bit more time. So it has to be patient capital put into the company. And finding those investors are not easy, especially not in Denmark, I would say, or the Nordic countries, because taking risk is not something Danish investors are doing at all. So you need to find the impact investors globally. And, and that's, that, that's, of course, with digital setup, it's easier to do that today, but finding the right one maybe takes time. So if you have a great idea as an entrepreneur and you want to make you know, a change in the world, you need to make sure that you have a runway because the transition right now that we are in takes longer time. And unfortunately, because of the crisis coming up now, I think that we are set back again like we was with the corona. So so as a green entrepreneur, sustainable entrepreneur, you should believe in what you, you, you want to solve, but you need to be patient on the journey. Mm. But if you should give a like a tip or an advice for people, maybe students sitting out there thinking, oh, I want to try being an entrepreneur, I, I have something that I really... Uh, like to do how can i become an entrepreneur what is your advice then my advice would be that you know it it's really about the passion and and, and the mindset about like what what do you want to change you need to spend the time wisely in this 
don't get out and build and, and spend a lot of money on that. You know, spend time on actually making sure that there's a you know, product to market fit for this and, you know, get a lot of insights from both, you know, from the big sources about like where the market is taking us, but also go out and talk to people, do some qualitative, qualitatively and quantitatively surveys. So, you know, you have data that actually tells that this is a solution that will kick off. And then you have to look at the timeline as well. Like, when do you want to raise funds? What can you do without raising funds? Because it's not about having a pitch stick and then raising a couple of millions and then going out and build it, building it. You can do so many things without the funds. There's so many people who want to help you on this journey. That's what how Make Impact was built up. And, and there, it's so big here in, 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 in the sustainable era. People really want to help out. I, I founded Sustainable Changemakers with me and Lasse a couple of years ago. And at that point of time, I, I started that community for sustainable, you know, change makers, people who actually works with sustainability in many, many different sectors. And we all got together just to share knowledge. And today, this network is so huge today, and we can see that they are inspiring for new companies getting up there. And that's what I had. Like, I missed that when I started my journey. That's why we created Sustainable Change Makers. So not because I had, you know, brand different things, but but I really think about it. in the student societies, there's so many people who's on the same mission and, and in the wonderful, you know, House of Station as well. I think that's where you can try things out because it's free. It's not so much riskful. And when you're a student, you have so much time. When you get older like me, you know, <laughs> you need to take care of so many things and the time is so valuable for you later on. So you need to do it now. Don't do it when I'm like when I was 31 and started no. this journey for sure. Okay, so do it now and do it f- with your passion is some of the tips. Thank you so much. Is there anything that you want to add or because I think Yeah, I I think the the only thing I would like to add is like if you are young professional working in a sustainable transition or you see any problem in different areas that you you can't get rid of and you really just want to change that speak with people about this idea or problem that you want to solve don't be one person or two person like get out there and talking about these things sometimes you need to be thought leader in in an in a topic that's what i did with sustainable investing i was talking about it before people were talking about sustainable investing and today four years later everybody's talking about esg and investing and green bonds and so on and i'm like And that's what I said last four years ago, mm. but nobody listened to that. But that's not, I'm not mad at that. I'm just, sometimes you are ahead of the curve. So sometimes you need to explore these opportunities because things comes up on the journey and you will pivot as a startup. Pivot means that you will change the direction tremendous of time before you actually hit the right thing. And that's okay. So that's what you also need to remember that the first idea you have is not going to be the product in the end, but it's the mission of actually trying to solve that issue the problem but there's a lot of different products out there to be solving the same problems too so that's maybe my last five cents yeah thank you so much man and also thank you to Basant Hubdari for giving us the more expert view on sustainable investments yeah thank you thanks <laughs>